Welcome back to another episode of this podcast. My name is Sara Puri, and I'm here to talk about listening to your heart, something that we've all heard repeatedly um, without really understanding what it meant. Um, I tend to come back to information that I received a very long time ago and I keep receiving the same type of information. Um, But it's like you're being fed that information, like your soul reaches to this information over and over again, but every time it does, it's like ready to assimilate like a new level of this information or a new aspect of it and so lately what I've noticed is um, that I've increasingly felt like it was easier and easier for me to accept certain things um, certain things like what habits I need to let go of um, or what habits I need to embrace to become the person of my highest expression and also (laughs) I finally accepted that there is nothing to reach out for outside of myself Um, And I say that with utmost conviction because I tried everything. (laughs) I am someone who um, reached out to everything. What do you want? Substance, people, situations, thought patterns, um, you name it. I absorbed it, I seeked it, I thought it was going to be what I needed, Um, but (laughs) it was not. So what was very apparent, like from a very long time ago, but it became more and more apparent to the point where I could not avoid it or run away from it talking about run away right because that thing that I can't bypass anymore is that I have a very addictive personality but interestingly enough I framed it in a different way because we all have addictive personalities so Bear with me, because it's kind of like, what What do you mean? Did I just, am I watching this for you to tell me that I'm an addict? <laughs> That's not what I mean. I mean that once you incarnate as a human into a human body, well, we have needs. We create attachments, you know, healthy attachments. But sometimes... 
we also create unhealthy attachments because of unmet needs or because of trauma. So it makes it so that some of us have attachments based on unmet needs, which turn into addiction because ultimately when you have an unmet need, you keep going back to something thinking that that thing is what you need because that thing is providing you with like a false sense of what you've always been needing. But that's not the case, right? So if we go back to the fact that, you know, you're born as a human being, we develop attachments, but also that we are creatures of habit, right? Because we have the subconscious mind and that's how we operate. Most of our life is based on our subconscious actions. Well, how am I going to put that? But it's like this. You keep wanting a certain change. You keep wanting a certain thing to happen to you, for you. But that thing just never happens. No matter what you do. No matter what actions you take. Trust me. There's been... <laughs> for almost two years, there has been many things. There have been many things that... I just, I seemed to be struggling to be swimming against a current and that current was not just water, it was like jello, like I was stuck. Um, <laughs> and it was just not happening for me. Nothing was happening for me. And the thing is, I was just latching on to the expectations that those things were finally going to get me this... Uh, release or freedom or happiness or peace or fulfillment and thus abundance right because abundance is like all these things ultimately and i just never had that thing i never had it those things because there was many things many things. Um, I'm not going to get into the details because probably you name it and <laughs> that I was searching for it. Um, but things don't just happen for no reason, right? That's the thing. Is that life or your higher self, rather? Because what is life other than you, right? <laughs> You're basically sitting in the driver's seat your higher self your god self is sitting in the driver's seat being like i know you have free will but uh whatever you do we're gonna be there nudging you back so you know when you say oh well life is life it's it's actually not life is life it's you know there's a grander scheme of things and you are actually following a path and no matter how rough that path is because you're freaking stubborn and can't really see the signs or don't want to accept that, you will always be on that path. You know, your God self will always have your back. In very dramatic ways sometimes or very... Um, 
in ways that are not so fun. <laughs> but again, when you look at things from a higher perspective, you're like, man, everything is great. Like, I'm, I'm great. I'm taken care of. I'm always shown the path. And no matter how much I butt head in that wall, I'm going to be okay. Like, everything is just going to be okay. So, that being said, your higher self always has your back. Um, and so what happened to me, because I feel like now it's turning into like me telling you my story, which is just like my entire life. It's just me telling you a story. Um, so for me, I kept on seeking all these things. <sighs> And, and it's very simple. I never got something that I that I held on to, right? Like everything was so ephemeris. I don't know how you say that. Like transitory. Um, nothing really s stayed because. Because I could not hold a certain mm, a certain feeling of peace inside of me. So what happened was that my greatest one of my greatest lessons was to find what I was looking for outside, but inside, right? And yeah, I know, as I, well, duh, I mean, what are you talking about? I mean, you've woken up three years ago and you're saying that now, like, shouldn't you be <laughs> some sort of Buddha by now? Knowing that fundamental truth of like, you gotta have what you need, um, you, you got to feel what you want to feel inside rather than out. But see, that's the thing. Um, I just didn't understand it. Well, not that I didn't understand, because I did. Fundamentally, I did. But I, I just kept being stubborn. That's, um, that was a huge synchronicity, is that I was being stubborn. That... I wanted what I wanted, and I wanted it now. And I wanted it because I wanted to feel a certain way. And that, first of all, I didn't have patience. Second of all, I didn't have the mindset of, you know, keep working at it, keep persevering, keep building the skill, and one day you'll get it. And finally... I didn't have the mindset. I didn't have the mindset of the person who's going to have that thing, right? So rather than being that person who's like, you know what? I feel like the right thing will come at the right time because I know what I want. And I'm confident in myself that I will go after that thing when that thing arises in my periphery. Or something um, 
no, I would operate more from a place where I just needed that thing because I thought that that state of being, that this thing will provide me, that state of being, I didn't have it and I needed it. And so since the universe is in perfect mirror and that's just how existence is, this quantum universe of pure reflection of what you are hold within because what you hold within you are um it's just it's very simple it's very simple um and the simplest of things right funny the simplest of things that you know that's the concept of the law of attraction cause consequence um the the universe is just gonna mirror back your reality but the funny thing is the mind doesn't get it the ego won't get it the ego latches on to meaning the meaning that you gave it from childhood um it will latch on so desperately because what are you telling me that there is a change happening ah we don't have strong foundations what are you talking about you're losing this friend and um that you're relocating that's what you know so it's gonna search for meaning that's very old and very known like joe dispenza says um your growth will not come from the known and basically what you know is what you know Okay, and that's pretty much it. But what you don't know is what the heart knows, not what the ego knows, right? My ego, for years, right, after listening to videos that would tell it to listen to your heart and tell it that you got to feel on the inside what you want on the outside and believe and then, you know, it will happen. It was just such foreign concepts, like... <laughs> It was like somebody's literally teaching me how to um, teaching me spirituality in Chinese, um, and I would understand from the tonality of their voice, but I didn't speak Chinese, and so I didn't understand what the fuck they were talking about. Um, so, huge circling back is that lately. I think I've circled so many things, and see, that's the thing. It's funny, I'm going to open a parenthesis, but uh, my brother bought uh, Crash Bandicoot on PlayStation 4, um, and I'm a huge Crash Bandicoot fan. Uh, my favorite games, basically since childhood, are Spyro the Dragon, Rayman, and Crash Bandicoot, and probably other games, but... They made a new game called Crash Bandicoot. It's about time, and it was about time because the last like crashes were what like ten years ago. Not counting the the remade trilogy that they got out like uh, one or two years ago. But uh, so I was playing that game, and something just dawned on me because the way I play the game or I play any game is. I just want to get to that point of end. I just want to get to the end, right? But but it's it it's funny because you know, from checkpoint to checkpoint it's like like a goal or like a task, right? And 
I keep going for it. No matter how many times I will lose and I will lose so much, but I keep at it, keep at it, like so stubborn. Um, and my brother was like, why don't you just take more time? You know, like, okay, you know that there's this obstacle and that obstacle moves left and right. Why don't you just wait until it moves to the left so that the pathway is open so that you can jump there. And then once you're there, you can wait until that door opens. And then no, but I sort of just have that thing where I wanted to flow so perfectly that I would keep doing that thing. But see, here's the thing. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so stubborn. Like I, um, Crash Bandicoot, it's about time, is really fucking hard. Um, and so I died a lot of times, literally each level. Um, before getting to the first checkpoint, I would die like 25 times. Um, but that would say something about me. It's like, had I waited and took a deep breath and just went for it, it would have probably meant something else. I would have probably died less times and ended up getting to the destination saner. But that's not what I like. I just like going at it, keep going at it. And I would despair so many times and I would get so emotional. It was just the funniest thing and, and it hit me. It hit me right there. I'm like, oh my God, that's how I do life. The, the way I do one thing is the way I do everything and it's just everything made sense I'm like oh my god there's people around me that take their sweet ass time and they get to where I want to get much faster <laughs> but not for me for me I just keep getting there well not getting there but like just fucking going at it so many times with such passion and drive like this Aries fire okay so much fire and I rage I'm like what the fuck why can't I do this but I never give up so that's part one that hit me part two was like okay yeah I'm stubborn yeah I know I'm very fiery and I fucking die like 40 times to get to the end but and there was a but. But I persevered. But I never stopped. And I developed habits. So if I died 20 times, the thing is to get to the next checkpoint, the first checkpoint, I can do it with my eyes closed. Whereas someone else would have done this, like multiple mistakes, even if they're waiting and their track and the movement wasn't as fluid and like pleasing to the eye. Like if you're doing a playthrough, you might want to watch my playthrough rather than someone else's, you know? <laughs> I just say, but <laughs> kind of sounded show-offy, but it's true. It's true. Like my playthrough would become so fluid and so perfect, like, like, um, like an Olympic champion going after his thing time after time until it becomes subconscious. And that's when it clicked for me. It's all about the habit. It's all about the, like, what does that say about me? 
yeah, okay, maybe I'm stubborn, but what if I'm just perseverant? You know, like, what's the opposite of stubborn? And I realized that perhaps there might be a balanced way of getting there. Like, okay, if you keep dying at the same place, maybe there's something to learn. Maybe you can wait a split second until that shit moves to the left. And then finally, your pathway is open. You know, so things like that where it would make me think, think back into my life or to my past, or however you want to say it. Too many times where I tried doing the same thing so many times, the same way, expecting different outcomes. Um, Einstein said something like that, that, you know, if you keep doing the same thing the same way and expect a different outcome, then you're a fool or something. And I was a fool. Um, actually, just playing that game, so many things have clicked. It made me realize that maybe I'm not doing the wrong thing. Although so many times, because I tried the same thing over and over and over and over and over again and over and over and over again, and I would just despair and I would just want to give up and cry and, oh God, it's not meant for me. I'm not meant to do that. Um, shit. You know, it happens for everybody, but it doesn't happen for me. But the thing is, perhaps I was doing the right thing and, and that. I just, there was just this one mindset or one attitude or one habit to change that would just sort of create like an avalanche of change. And that thing would finally like um, open up or happen, you know? And it just turns out that I had to keep trying and tweak and tweak and tweak along the way. So I guess... Circling back to what I was talking about, that it's about going within. I tried going within so many times and it, and the reasons why, the reasons why we're always okay. It was always the right reason. Like clearly you understand that going within and changing your point of reference changes what you're attracting because your point of reference you are attracting from a different point of reference so like if you were attracting from a place of lack from a place of frustration from a place where you feel like you don't have enough and you you're constantly reacting and responding to your environment because your inner peace and your inner balance is not is not just simply not then you are constantly attracting more of what you have inside, which is lack of balance, chaos, um, and, and whatever. So the thing is, what I needed to tweak is the approach I had to going within. And I decided that it was time for me that my, my dear creature of habit, it was time for me to change my habits. Um, so I'm, I've been reading this book, Change Your, The Power, The Power of Habits by, by Charles Duhiggs or something. 
I'll um, actually that's one of the books that I will link um, in the book sheet. I have a book sheet, um, and you can check it out in the description. It's actually a sheet where like I post all the books that I've read and I put like a description of what that book has helped me with or what this book is about and there's another sheet in the same document with uh, TV shows and movies and what they've helped me through so if you're interested you could go check it out it's pretty nice of me <laughs> no it's like a pretty nice idea um, but so this book I've been reading because I just found it in the basement and I'm like well, okay, what a great read. I want to learn how to change my habits because I had suddenly realized at the same time as I found this book in my life that I was just stuck in like a negative loop. I was just stuck. Like I clearly wanted something, clearly wanted something better for myself. I was definitely ready for whatever the universe had to offer, which is why I wanted. Um but I was just still not receiving it because I was still responding, still reacting, and I was stuck. And I was affirming to myself that I was stuck and I was constantly creating more stagnation and more stuckness. And, and it, just, it just made me think like, well, you're creating something. You're creating stuckness. You're creating stagnation. So, okay, what is that point of reference that I need to change? So upon reading the book, um, I get more and more information about how to rewire a habit and what it actually takes. And I do have a bunch of modalities up my sleeve um, of how to rewire your brain and you know the, the reasons why you've created certain habits. And I decided that it was time for me to build two new habits. Um, now, remember when I told you about circling back to something and keep tweaking, keep tweaking, keep tweaking? The thing I needed to tweak this time upon building a new habit, because trust me, I've tried to build new habits and some of them stuck and some others did not. The thing is, the habits that stuck were the ones that brought me fulfillment or um, like a sense of satisfaction and accomplishment like making your bed in the morning means you come back to a nice prepped up bed and you're just happier to sleep at night and happier to look at your room um, or eating healthy it just kind of makes you feel more connected to earth and nature and it just gives you this sense of satisfaction and and it's just fresh you feel fresh you just feel fresh you shit fresher too Okay. Um, things like that but the habits that were more difficult to like keep were those that I didn't see like very immediate results um, or that took a bit more time or that sort of depended on how I felt during the day like some days I did not feel like um, like meditating, where my mind was just all over the place. It was very difficult to meditate. Um, so I was very up and down about meditation. Um, some other days, it was very hard to get my ass off the chair. I just wanted to not do shit, and so it was harder to exercise. And so I made it simple. 
I'm like, okay, a habit is created by doing something regularly, pretty often, and I decided I wanted to do that daily. Um, daily exercise and daily meditation. Um, and to make it even easier for myself, I made like a whole sheet that I will be circling every day, no matter how I feel. But the thing is, is that, you know, if you're exercising for like half an hour a day and then meditating for half an hour a day, you might, you know, you might not have this like stamina built up already to do it for half an hour a day. So I decided I would exercise for 10 minutes a day and I would meditate for five minutes a day. And, you know, clearly it's not happening because I've been exercising for like 20 minutes a day or meditating for more. But that will fluctuate, but that would be my baseline. Like, if you do it five minutes a day, that's it. Great. And it's just building this trigger, response, and then reward system in my brain. And then just have enough confidence that, you know what, something good will come out of this. Something good will come out of those habits. So I had to pause to change the audio direction. I hope it's not like affecting the podcast too much, but, but yeah, um, it's pretty interesting to notice. So it's been four days and I am looking to build this habit over the next four months. So by the time my birthday is here, those habits will be hardwired in me, like hardwired. Um, like I exercise daily, I meditate daily. But the interesting thing is the way I'm meditating is the way that benefits me the most. So it's usually observing my thoughts and connecting to my heart. Um, and it usually happens in like that you have to observe your thoughts before because sometimes your brain is all over the place and you kind of have to like build the stillness. Some days are harder than others. Um, and then just connect to that stillness, this place of infinite love, which is usually your higher heart and it's right here. So like when you connect to that heart um, and just have no expectation, literally. Like, all I do is just feel my heartbeat and just be still, be silent and not have anything expected. And I used to meditate expecting, like, this huge breakthrough or, like, I don't know, something happening. But five minutes, literally five minutes. Um, and the way I exercise is I built like a sequence of exercises because ultimately I want to take pole fitness classes because I want to learn how to like dance on a pole and not like pole dancing in terms of like what we think pole dancing is but um just more like an artistic and I just want to express myself while being off the ground basically I've always kind of dreamed of like performing choreographies and so I'm just on this path of wanting to express myself more physically and so that being said I've built a series of exercises that will provide me with like basic um, 
reinforcement of my core and just the places of my body that will prep me to take pole dance classes because COVID, right? And so by the time everything is open again, then I'm ready. Um, but see, that's the thing. I, The most important thing to take away from this podcast, um, and my battery is dying, so I might not say bye, but I'm just hoping that the video kind of saves. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping that by meditating more and creating a habit out of it, I will shift my point of attraction just enough so that I walk the middle path more often than not. Because I have allowed my emotions to lead my life and I have been manifesting from the point, from the reference point of my emotions. And so clearly sometimes I wanted things because I felt so depressed or despaired or angry and I just wanted to be somewhere else and I felt suffocated so I wanted to run away. Um, a lot of like ancestral things too. But you are infinite. And if you don't make that a habit to connect with that infinite aspect of yourself, then, you know, I guess my point is that I wanted to hardwire this because, you know, if you do it today and then next week a little bit and then three months later you meditate a little bit again, that's just not... And for me, habit is very important. So important that, you know, if you have so many bad habits, then you are a person that will one day have great habits because you are good at having habits. Think about it this way. Isn't that so freeing? Whatever you are experiencing now, that is like hardship or whatever, you're meant to be experiencing completely the opposite. So if you're experiencing addiction, you're meant to experience freedom. If you're experiencing loss and grief, then you're meant to experience connection. If you're experiencing a lot of sadness and despair, you're meant to be experiencing freedom, um, joy, right? And if you're experiencing lack, then you're meant to experience abundance, you know? Because those are like the core life lessons. Like you were always here to experience something so that we release it. We release it for our family and our lineage and our past lives. And then to experience our full expression on earth. Um, I don't know what else to say, honestly. I thought I, thought I would um, talk a little bit more about something, but I think I've circled it. On my path of connecting to my true self, I realized that nothing will give me fulfillment or abundance or peace or joy or love or anything other than from inside. Because trust me, when life will take away everything from around you that you thought you could hold on to, trust me, the only way out of your situation is within from a place of finding those feelings inside of you.
through meditation, through shadow work, just figure out a way to find it. And so before I lose that video, I'm going to say goodbye and on to the next one. I mean, I'll see you in the next podcast. <laughs>